Hi, welcome back to my podcast. Today's episode is very close to my heart because sometimes we really are the enemies of ourselves because of how we see ourselves and the narrative we have of us in our own head. And why I say we really are the enemies is because no one has this narrative about you. No one is like putting this narrative. Okay, sometimes people are sometimes people are projecting their what they think about you on you, but you still have the power to believe it or to just let it go. So what I'm talking about in this episode is self-concept and self-concept is the way each person sees themselves, their thoughts, beliefs and self-esteem because it's like a mental picture of yourself, like how you would view your friend or your sister or even a stranger. You have like these facts, even though you don't really, really know them, but you have this thing about them. We also have that thing about ourselves, your strength, your weakness, your uniqueness. Like, what you think you're good at, what you think you're bad at. So it's like a collection or a library of our thoughts and feelings about ourselves. Because I would say before, I didn't really like have this idea of, okay, my self-concept is making me act this way. Or my self-concept is making me do the things I'm doing. Or making me believe in myself. Making me more confident. Or making me shy in like different places. But now, everything really ties in how you see yourself. And if that is good or bad, it really affects everything that concerns you and you might not know but your subconscious has an opinion of everything about you and the thing is that it's not always accurate you might see yourself as like so bad at something but it might not be true and we might be so hard on ourselves because of how we see ourselves in the wrong way and we will not give ourselves credit for what we have done or achieved because we have a weak self-concept so if you have a weak self-concept this episode is for you because i'm going to like talk about my own like how i have risen from having a weak self-concept to having a less weak self-concept but like let me just say a better self-concept how to improve how to like change the narrative about yourself and also like the thing i love about self-concept is that it changes over time so you might today while you're listening to this you might be this shy person or this this person that you don't like yourself that much and it's not going to be like that forever you can always change how you view yourself because it's literally within your power. So if you have a weak self-concept now, you would obviously grow, learn, experience new things, become more self-aware, become more mature, and it will definitely change. And sometimes it can change based on the situation you're in. For example, if you're with your friends or your family, your confidence, you feel like you feel accepted, you feel like you're just comfortable with these people, you would have a strong self-concept. You're like, yeah, these are my people. You're secure in your own skin. But when you go out and you meet new people, or you meet people that you feel they're way, way, way smarter than you, or you feel they're like way ahead of you or out of your league, you'll feel shy. You'll feel like, okay, I need to shrink. I need to just be invincible. Let nobody notice like these insecurities. And you will not perform as well as you're supposed to perform because you feel inferior with this certain kind of people. So your self-concept in summary or in my summary is just a unique view of how you see yourself, not how others see you. But the thing is that your self-concept is so important because it affects the way we behave, the way we feel, the way we interact with people. It can boost your confidence and make you more resilient. It can also help you form better relationships. And just overall, like the most important thing for me is to it can make you believe in yourself more. And with that, when you believe in yourself, you become so dangerous. And some of us, naturally, we have a higher self-concept 
than others and it's because of like internal and external factors some people just naturally believe in themselves because as they were growing up they had like very positive things around them or even past experiences like if you experience something so bad or your ego was like crushed in the past you'll be like okay never again i'm not going to show up as this confident person because of that experience that happened to me so all our experiences both negative and positive affect who we are today positive experiences may make us be more confident and sure within ourselves but negative experiences will make you feel like oh, okay i'm not as good as i thought i would be and sometimes you just have to realize that we have to let some things go at times we cannot hold on to every single negative experience and let it define us till this we just have to let it go even we have to let go of societal standards because those things influence how we perceive ourselves if society values a certain thing that you don't value and you're now letting that pressure you so much or influence you so much you would have a weak self-concept because deep down you don't value the thing that everybody else values but then you're also letting what everybody else value influence you so you will not feel comfortable enough or you will not feel secure enough to go out and show up show up as who you really are and even our social interactions how we how we are treated by other people also influences our self-concept because it's like if people treat you poorly you would feel okay there's something wrong with me maybe i'm not all that but if people treat you like if people are welcoming if people embrace you people treat you like you deserve you feel happier with yourself you feel sure within yourself you'll be able to even do more things than the other person that was treated so poorly even influence from our friends and family can also boost our self-concept because if they accept us we feel nice and we feel comfortable but if they reject us it definitely make us feel some type of way i remember self-concept is something that you can work on for sure something that you can improve it's okay to have strengths and weaknesses for sure and it's normal for your self-concept to change as you grow and learn. So, like, be kind to yourself and remember that you have the power to shape a positive and healthy self-concept. So, when someone is younger, they are not so sure within themselves. But as they are growing, it's like, okay, they are becoming more sure within themselves. So, for some people, when they were in their teenage years, compared to how to what age they are now, they are more confident and overall they feel better about themselves. So, it also comes having a stronger self-concept comes with age it comes with maturity comes with time experiences even more knowledge and just listening to things that would make you more self-aware self-concept obviously has components like different bars for minutes and it's like self-ideal self-image and self-esteem and self-ideal is like your ideal version of you and you can find out the ideal version of you by thinking to yourself who do you admire the most and what qualities in that person do you, do you admire? So, for example, if you admire like a wrestler or someone, maybe you might admire their strength, their confidence, their work ethic, things like that. But if you admire someone, else, just think, what do you admire so much about this person? Like, what makes you admire this person? And then that is your like ideal version. If you have those characteristics, that would be the ideal version of you. And then self-image. Self-image is how we see ourselves currently that can be something good that can be something negative but that is your self-image and then the third one is your self-esteem which is how much you like yourself how much you respect and accept yourself so if you like yourself a little like if you like yourself just a little 
you don't like yourself so much you have a low self-esteem if you don't respect and accept you have a low self-esteem so the goal is just to figure out your self-ideal like your the highest version of yourself know how you view yourself right now like don't be don't deceive yourself don't lie to yourself tell yourself okay this is how i see myself and this is just what it is and ask yourself how much do i like myself how much do i respect myself do i really accept myself and all this will lead you to building a better self-concept because when you realize your self-ideal you know the qualities or characteristics you want to embody you can now work every single day to, towards improving yourself and becoming the best version of yourself to have all these qualities that you so much admire in another person and your self-image this also improves your self-image because it's like okay i'm working towards becoming my ideal self every single day you start to see yourself in a better light instead of just slacking i'm actually doing something for myself so it must mean like okay i'm worth something and you start to value yourself more you start to value the progress you've made and this self-esteem just ties everything together you working on liking yourself more respecting yourself more treating yourself like someone you love and accepting yourself for who you are overall increase your self-concept and we always have an inner mirror we refer to because there are times where you want to do something or let me just use myself there are times where i want to do a podcast episode and i'm like who am i to talk about this topic like there are so many other people that have spoken about this topic i don't need to add my own like thoughts on it and it's so weird to think that way but as i started looking at myself as okay i am a podcast host i am a podcaster i started telling that to myself in the mirror putting out episodes became easier like okay putting things together and saying my thoughts in the mic became easier because it's like i am a podcast host i am a podcaster instead of identifying myself as oh who are you to say all these things so changing that narrative changing that inner mirror looking at yourself in a different light telling yourself who you want to be who you are not even who you want to be because i can't say oh i want to be a podcaster or i want to be a podcaster i asked myself i am because i have put out one episode and that is what it takes to become a podcaster in general so this inner mirror influences how we show up in every single aspect of our lives if you identify as okay okay let me know if you identify because sometimes it's so subconscious sometimes we know that we are not the kind of person that wakes up early to study or stays up late to study we just know that okay deep down subconsciously we think we are just this slacking kind of person and there's no way when you have that subconscious thoughts there's no way that you'll be able to wake up and do something important for yourself because i realized that i had to tell myself princess you are a morning person you are the kind of person that wakes up and do this princess since now you're a podcast host you're the kind of person that puts a podcast together in a week and puts it out the next week you have to tell yourself those things because subconsciously it might not be the best thing especially if you grow up in like a negative place and the next thing i want to talk about is healthy social comparisons i have been thinking about like comparison because i realize because i know that i compare myself to people a lot i don't even know why that's why i'm trying to cut down social media but we compare ourselves to people a lot whether you want to accept it or not subconsciously we are comparing ourselves to people we are assessing what we've done with what they've done we are checking okay how is this person related to me like do i that's why sometimes we just feel uncomfortable after watching some people's content or we just feel uneasy or we just feel sad about our lives when we 
watch some people's content. I forgot to mention, but comparing yourself to other people can have a negative impact on your self-concept. But like I said, it's natural, it's human, that's who we are. I want to just put it out there that comparing yourself is not 100% negative. Like, we just can't throw away that human emotion that is part of us. What we can do is to use it to our advantage and make it more healthy. And there are healthy comparisons. And this can actually improve how we see ourselves, especially if we use these comparisons as an inspiration for what we want to become, like the self-ideal I was talking about. And why I call this healthy comparison is because it can inspire us to aim higher and set and actually achieve our goals. Because when we see these people that we compare ourselves to or that we admire, instead of letting you ruin your self-confidence and self-esteem, we can use it as motivation to work on ourselves and do the things that we would admire and that we are proud of. And the process of trying to become what you admire, trying to become this like ideal version of yourself, it will make you more satisfied with who we are. The thing is that if you don't compare yourself to people, you would not know what you value. If you compare yourself to an artist, you might value creativity. Maybe that's why you compare yourself so much to this artist. So whenever you're comparing yourself to someone, realize does this what does this person have that I wish I had? Like values or qualities. If it's zero, then try and remove that person from your feed. But if you realize that okay, I admire this person's creativity for example you don't know okay i want to be this creative person i want to be this person that like puts out things that people would admire people would look at and i just want to be this person that creates stuff that can help people you then know that and you can work on yourself from them so finding out who your role models are or finding out the qualities you want to embody is like a roadmap because it encourages us to find out the things that we lack and work on improving them so instead of feeling inferior to these people that are so like big and are so doing what you want to do or having what you want to have, you can adopt a growth mindset and turn it around, turn it for your own good. And in doing all of these things, you would become more self-aware because by noticing the things that you admire in others, you would have a better understanding of what you value the most, which can contribute to being more authentic to yourself and to other people. So instead of you showing up as what everybody else values you can show up as what you value the most and to make sure that you're practicing healthy comparisons you have to stop the negative talk whenever you see someone that you admire don't be like oh well look at me you look at me i'm not where i want to be uh, all those negative bad things and focus on your own personal journey and growth don't just focus on the destination because the destination would have us feeling like why is this taking so much time why am I not having it as easy as it looks like these other people are having it so easy? So just focus on the journey because the person that wins in life is the person that can enjoy the process the most. Because no matter how long the process takes, as far as you're being happy, because happiness is really essential to be productive in anything that you're doing. And seeing how far you have come is always key to always even be more happier and see yourself in a better light. Instead of focusing on where you want to be, where the end goal, the destination. You can focus on how far you've come. Okay, even though I'm not where I want to be for now, I'm getting there because I've made some progress. Because some people might have gotten so far in life, but because they keep focusing on the destination and they're not at their happiest, they can't even perform at their best. And to improve your self-esteem and self-concept, we have to challenge the existing ones. Like, we have to challenge how we already see ourselves. You can't just 
put a put like good vibe on top of negative vibes. You have to confirm these negative vibes and challenge them and like get rid of them. And you can do this by becoming more self-aware and paying more attention to what you think about. Think of what you think, right? Think about what you think about. Yes. Figure out we what goes on in my head most of the time. Am I is my head even a, like the best place to live? If I had a friend that used to speak to me how I speak to myself, would I still be this person's friend? Figure out how you speak to yourself and how you react to things and why. Maybe you overreact, maybe you underreact. And recognizing those negative feelings and thoughts you have about yourself would help you so much. Because you being able to confess to yourself, okay, I actually used to speak negatively to myself. Or, okay, I'm not the best, I'm not my own best friend. Or, I don't treat myself like someone I love. Confessing this to yourself is a step. Because some people don't want to agree that they are kind of negative to themselves. Some people don't want to agree that they have negative voices and self-limiting beliefs in their head. So, sometimes we have already defined ourselves as this person that can't get anything done, just ruins everything, is lazy, not good enough. Now, I don't know if that may be true. It might be someone that is lazy. But if you believe that about yourself, it's going to affect how you show up. You might be lazy today, but if you start telling yourself, I am a hardworking person, I'm someone who gets things done and gets things done the right way, you will start showing up as that person if you make the effort, obviously. It's not about just saying it in your head. But if you keep telling yourself, oh, you're lazy, you're lazy, you're lazy, your mind is like, okay, then why are you trying to do work? You're lazy, go back to bed, sleep in, don't do that thing, just do sloppy work and like get it done quickly. The narrative you have about yourself, is really really important and i would always recommend people to keep a journal to help you record and spot those patterns because it's like for example if you always get triggered when you solve math and you feel like you're trying to solve this problem and it's just not working out you might get triggered and you might start feeling sad but when you're journaling you now know and you may not know like what's making you feel so triggered what's making you be so negative with in your head or what's making you feel like you can't get anything done because there are times in my life where one thing would go wrong just one and i'm feeling like okay my life is crumbling everything is wrong whatever i thought just melts and is bad but it's like it's just this one thing why are you all all in your head like feeling like everything is crumbling because this one thing just went down and that one thing might be something so tiny I know there are times where it's so extreme, like my podcast is not uploading, like it's taking so much time. I'm like, oh well, yeah, everything in my life is just crumbling. Why is everything so slow? Blah 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 blah. So keeping a journal helps me to realize that okay, sometimes I might be so extreme, and you might realize that you can also be so extreme if you decide to keep a journal and record all these patterns and spot these patterns. Because when you read back, you'll be able to know, okay, this morning I was solving maths. And then it was not working out. And then throughout the whole day, I became so sad and so depressed. Feeling like everything in my life turns to just... Everything in my life turns... Becomes bad. Because sometimes we like to put ourselves down for no reason. Like, ask yourself, would I be able to say this to a friend? Am I assuming this about myself? Like, why do I think this about myself? Is it because of how others treat me or how I feel about myself? Or is it because I have this weird narrative of myself? Some of us are just used to having... And all or nothing thinking. And it's called cognitive distortion. Maybe we just jump to conclusions. Because we're like, okay, if this was hard for me, then 
I'm obviously stupid or I'm obviously dumb. Like, I can't get anything done because that one thing was hard for me or I faced some challenges while getting it done. Or you think, like, those people ignored me earlier, so it must mean I'm ugly or it must mean I'm not good enough or it must mean I'm not accepted by people. So having this kind of irrational thoughts can lead to emotional stress, obviously, and obviously lead to low self-esteem. So it's not good to overgeneralize or see yourself as completely perfect. Or if you're not completely perfect, then you're completely like a failure. Or let's say something bad happened to you in one area of your life, you extend it so far. For example, okay, I lost some friends or my friends left me. You now start to think, okay, that means I'm not a good person. Nobody wants me. Nobody wants to be my friend. I'm going to die alone. And sometimes I've been a victim of this. Like, I will be thinking in such extreme things. Like, okay, this didn't happen. Then it was mean this thing. So it's like, it's like saying, okay, I slept so much. That's why the sky is blue. It sounds so stupid, but sometimes that's how we think, really. Because how can you lose your friends mean you will die alone and you will not have friends anymore? So when you figure out that you have thinking errors, you think in extremes, just bring yourself back and just snap out of it. And the next thing is to seek feedback from trusted people. It's not bad to ask someone, okay, this is what I'm thinking. And what do you think about Like, this is narrative I have about myself. What do you think about it? Or this is how I see myself. What do you think about it? So you can tell them why you're thinking like this, why you're feeling like this. And they can give you their perspective. The keyword is someone you trust. Don't meet someone that you don't really trust or someone that you're not sure if they have their best, if they have your best interest at heart. And that's why sometimes when I'm, whenever I'm facing something internal and if I don't have anyone to talk to, I just look at it with a third person's point of view. Like I try to remove myself from this situation and be like, okay, how would someone else, someone that is not involved in this, someone that is not me, view this situation? Because as we are going through something and we are trying to solve it, we put so much emotion, like the emotion cloud our judgment. So having someone else's POV or an external perspective can help you see and understand things better. So in order to build a more positive self-concept, you have to focus on improvement. Change will not happen in a day. Becoming your best self will not happen in a day. Becoming your ideal self will not happen in a day. So you, like, focusing on the improvement, those little changes that would form the, like, okay, the big change, focusing on those things would help you have a more positive self-concept because you now know that you're making the changes in your life every single day to become who you want to be. You become more secure. You become more comfortable with yourself. You become more confident with yourself because you value improvement over, like, the destination, if that's the word. But if you value improvement the most and you're showing up every single day because of what you value, you have a stronger self-concept and have a growth mindset. If you face any challenge, it does not mean that you should put yourself down. You should have, like, this mindset that, okay, I'm facing this challenge and I'm, I can learn from it, I can grow from it. You believe yourself more because it's like, okay, I believe in myself that I'm going to learn from this. Even if this goes south, I'm going to walk away with something. Instead of putting yourself in a situation like, oh, look at me, I'm facing this challenge and I can't seem to get around this. Everything is just falling to pieces. Have role models that you picked for yourself. Have your own standards of what you want and what you value, not what other people want to put on you. And always, always, always speak positive things to yourself and surround yourself with positivity. If your friends are not positive and supportive, don't hang on to them. Like, 
there are a lot of people in the world that would love and accept you for who you are. A lot of people that would support you and be positive towards you. So don't stick with people because you just don't want to be alone. You can always become your own best friend. You can become okay with being alone. I have an episode on that. So don't be so scared of being alone. You can manage like few months being alone till you figure out yourself and figure out what you want. And accept that you're not perfect. Accept that you always have days where you didn't show up as your ideal self. Or accept that there are some days that won't be perfect. There are some things that you will do that won't be perfect. So if you keep chasing this perfect, you won't be happy with yourself. You won't be able to accept yourself. So accept that, okay, I'm not perfect. But this is who I am. This is what I can do. And I'm just happy with how I can show up today for myself. And define who you are. Don't let past mistakes or people tell you who you are. Tell yourself who you are with affirmations and positive self-talk. Because there are times where the voice in our head is just so negative and it wants to like F you up and try to bring you down. So you have to make the conscious decision to change that narrative and to fill in your head with more positive and uplifting things. And always validate yourself. I have an episode on this as well. How to stop seeking external validation and validate yourself. Do it for someone to recognize how far you've come. Do it for someone to be like, oh, wow, you're making the change to improve yourself. Like, don't wait for anybody to do it because everyone is busy with their own life. If someone appreciates it, then fine, good. But know that you're okay, you're perfect, okay? Know that you're good. <laughs> you might be perfect. You know what? You're perfect. You're perfect the way you are. Know that you're perfect without this external validation from people. Recognize how far you've come by yourself. And whatever you need, like if you want someone to validate you and tell you, wow, you're making so much change. I'm proud of you. You have a mirror and you can tell that to yourself. Tell yourself that I have done this and I'm proud. And I'm going to validate myself and I'm going to treat myself to something nice. And one challenge that you might face or that a lot of us have faced while trying to improve how we see ourselves or our self-concept is that we keep using our past mistakes to judge ourselves and we're still judging ourselves based on what other people have to say. I want you to know that your past does not define you in any single way. And know that that is your past and, and that's just it's the past. Accepting that something is your past is really empowering because now I can easily say, okay, yeah, that was my past and that's not me anymore. If someone wants to come and like, puts my past on me and be like oh princess but this is i'll be like okay yeah but that was my past you have no and that person obviously does not have your best interest because nobody would just want to come and start reminding you of your past what do they want you to do about it obviously you thought about it you had your sleepless nights what what can you do about the past so anybody that is still trying to like project what you did in the past or how you were in the past on you you should drop them because everybody changes experiences shape who we are today so that past might even be what pushed you to trying to become your best self so don't tie yourself to what happened in the past thank yourself for the past like the past got you to where you were today but that's the ending and and self-awareness is the key to confidence and having a strong self-concept because no one can tell you who you are when you already know yourself no one can tell you okay this is how you should show up and this is not what you should do because you already know those things for yourself and there's some self-reflection questions that you can try and you can type you can answer some down below if you're bold and the first one obviously is 
what are you grateful for today? Figuring out what you're grateful for can make you realize how blessed you are because you know that things can be worse, things can end up way worse than how it is today. So be more grateful for where you are, be more grateful for how far you've come is key to building a stronger self-concept. And next question is to ask yourself, what is one thing I can improve about myself? This is hard to admit because it's like everybody wants to see themselves as, oh, okay, they are doing fine. But when you can tell yourself, okay, this is what I want to improve about myself, maybe this week or this or for today, you would be able to make the right changes. The next question is, what is the recent challenge I faced and what did I learn from it? Figuring out this, I can't even think of anything right now. But I know I will sit down with this question to really think about it. Because this question would really make you reflect on your challenges and also make you see things as opportunities for growth instead of seeing things as, okay, one struggle, then another struggle. And ask yourself, how did I show kindness to myself or to another person? And the last is, what are my top priorities right now? And am I giving enough time to them right now? So ask yourself these questions to become more self-aware. And being completely honest with yourself is really, really key. So if you're bold enough, you can type them down and I'll definitely read them. And when you're trying to build a self-concept, obviously avoid jealousy, avoid gossiping, avoid toxic relationships, toxic friendships, and stop focusing on the destination rather than the journey. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoyed recording this podcast because this is something that that is close to my heart because i like the idea of people trying to become better versions of themselves i like the idea of people trying to change narrative about themselves and trying to be more confident and making the most out of life so if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a review and a rating if you haven't already and i'll definitely see you in my next week's episode